got to kick it off with a killer to grab attention. Then you got to take it up a notch. There are a lot of rules. Who are you? I'm Shiva, the god of death. It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Being the one is just like being in love. No one can tell you you're in love. You just know it through and through. Balls to bones. Seriously, you're totally elitist. You feel like the unappreciated scholars, so you shit on the people who know lesson. Oh, which is everybody. Yes. Welcome to Debaser. I'm Jared Rusk, and today I am not joined by my co-host Will Taylor, as he is out on assignment. On this show, we explore both new and familiar films as we attempt to analyze and interpret them, all in an effort to debase the films and ourselves. Since this is a solo episode today, I'm going to avoid being too self-indulgent and focus on a short film. The film, entitled The Fall, by director Jonathan Glazer, is only seven minutes long, with credits, and I highly recommend seeking it out. You can find it for free online at us.thefall.film. To be clear, it is a production of the BBC, that's the British Broadcasting Company, so it is not struck work. Solidarity to the WGA and to SAG-AFTRA, who continue their strike as of this recording. The Fall is a short film released in May of 2020 that was written and directed by Jonathan Glazer. Glazer is best known for his other films, Sexy Beast and Under the Skin, both very idiosyncratic yet divisive films. The short film is haunting and expressionistic, but again, it is only seven minutes long in total. Few works are as visually striking and gripping with such a short runtime. As the fall opens, we hear undiscernible yelling and shouting. We're in a forest on a dark night, and into frame walks a character with long straggly hair and a strange mask that resembles a Japanese no mask. We see a line of trees in the woods, and a single tree begins shaking violently. A group of masked men are shaking the trunk of the tree in an effort to knock down its lone inhabitant. A person climbed high up into the tree, clinging desperately to the branches. person eventually falls, and the crowd gathers around them and poses for a picture, like hunters displaying their catch. The crowd of people move to a noose and slip the rope over their prey. For the first time, we see a close-up of the face of the victim, showing that they too wear a strange mask covering their entire face. The expression on this mask is of concern, contrasting the angry expressions on the masks of the crowd. With the noose attached, the victim falls below frame and the title card drops. The Fall. After the title card fades, we see a rope anchored by wooden joists pouring into a small hole that resembles a well. The rope is falling at an incredible rate, which slowly begins to wobble as the camera creeps in. Our victim, attached to this rope by the noose, is falling into the well. The camera eventually reaches all the way to the rope, and we see a point of view right down the barrel of the rope as it feeds into the hole. The rising tension of the scene is nearly unbearable. The steady beat, coupled with the feeding rope into the pit, make for an absolute nightmare. 
eventually, the end of the rope flies off the joist, and the last of the rope disappears into the hole. The music ends, and the onlookers crowd around the hole, peering in to see any signs of their prey. Seemingly satisfied, they move away from the well, and more shouting is heard in the distance, likely a new victim to drop. We cut back to the falling rope in the well, and follow it all the way down the dark pit, until we abruptly find the victim, perched with their legs braced against the walls of the hole, struggling to remove the noose. The rope, still falling beside them, threatens to yank them down. victim manages to remove the noose just in time to avoid the pull, and the entire rope falls out of frame. Surveying their circumstances, the victim slowly begins to ascend up the rocky confines of the pit, barefoot and without anchors. As our victim carefully continues their long, arduous climb up the rugged walls of the well, the film ends. The visuals in the film are reminiscent of Francisco Goya paintings, who is perhaps best known these days for Saturn devouring his son. This is a painting that makes the rounds on the internet that depicts a strange large man with bright eyes eating the head off a small body of a person. Goya was an expert at what I would describe as high contrast paintings, uh, dark backgrounds contrasted with firelit subjects like witches and devils, which the fall is clearly imitating. The entire film takes place at night and the scenes are extremely dark. What lighting we do have feels eerie and adds a sense of dread. When a character's face is illuminated, we see that they are wearing masks. These masks resemble the Japanese no masks, and the expressions on them could be interpreted in many ways, which makes them unsettling, as they are essentially faceless. This characteristic can liken the entire experience of the film to that of a dream. The seemingly faceless crowd of characters that catch our victim and drop them into the well give the impression that this group is expelling a chosen victim for an undisclosed reason. Whether a comment on mob mentality, fascism, or tyranny of the masses, the film is clearly a warning, not unlike Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. Is the fall a dream? A peek into our past? Or our future? Like many dreams, its plot is unclear, yet ominous. Thank you for listening to another episode of Debaser. You can find our show on social media by searching for at DebaserPod, and you can visit our website at DebaserPod.com for all of our episodes. For my co-host, Will Taylor, I'm Jared Rusk. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening, and take care.